0: My name is Tony, and I was in a cult for over a decade. And my name is Lindsay, and my sister was in a cult for over a decade. And now I'm out. Lindsay and my family helped get me out, and we have created a podcast. Playing in Traffic. We interview survivors of the Wimscog. We cover topics of healing and topics of all things about cults. So tune in. Like, subscribe, whatever all that means, and enjoy the process of deconstruction. Welcome to Playing in Traffic. This is our disclaimer song. This is our disclaimer song, it's our opinion. Don't sue us. If you didn't want us to make a podcast about you, then you probably shouldn't have started a religion where you brainwashed people and separated them from your family, so it's kind of your fault, but don't sue us. Don't sue us. You know who you are, so don't do it. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. Welcome to Playing in Traffic. Hi guys, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in today. Welcome episode 4, guys. Here we go. We're going to dive deep more today, guys, into the bite model. Uh, but first, I want to ask a question. Has anybody ever wondered why we're called Playing in Traffic? It seems kind of random. And so we thought maybe we should uh, explain it. Yeah. That's a good Episode 4, we'll get to the explanation of our the name of us. Our... <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Um, do you want to explain it or you want me to? Well, you you know, it's not that big of a deal. When we were young, we would annoy the crap out of our mom. We love you, mom. Love you, mom. But every time we would fight or we would be arguing, she'd be like, Girls! <laughs> go play in traffic. Yeah. So All the time. This is us, mom, playing in traffic. What do you yeah, think Yeah, but then, the, uh, this was a few months ago. Our kids were driving us nuts. We love them. But they were just, like, wow. running wild. And we're like, Kids, go play in traffic. And then we just looked at each other. We're like, that's kind of rude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of extreme. <laughs> and then we were like, how many times do we do things that we were. We never really thought about, like, certain phrases and stuff that we use are, you know, kind of messed up. But anyway, it was funny. So we're like, let's name our podcast that. Thanks, Mom. And also, thanks, Mom. I I actually wanted to name our podcast Them Damn Yankees. Oh, yeah. Because our granddaddy would always call us Them Yankees. We have, our family lives in South Carolina. And I miss them so, so much. But anyway, they would always call us the Yankees. And uh, anyway, for uh, copyright reasons, we couldn't. Yeah, and also it sounds like more of a political podcast. Yeah. True. Like. True. And then I wanted to name it French Butter and Batteries. Yeah.com. If you wanna to go to my website. I mean it's a big deal, <laughs> <laughs> way to plug it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so anyway, here we are, playing in traffic. Playing in traffic. <laughs> playing in traffic. Okay, okay Today we're gonna go over um information control. So last time we talked about the bite model created by Stephen Hassan. And it shows you, you know, how to How to tell if you are in a highly mind control organization? I don't know how to. Yeah, mind control organization. So, if you're in a cult. Last time we studied about behavior control, and this this week we're gonna study about the I in the bite model, the information control. So, if these things happen, if they're controlling your information, then it's a sign that it's a mind control group. Okay. So it says that you will be. Denied access to information that would help you to make an informed decision. So, like, only knowing a little bit of information. And if you would have known more information, you might have made a different decision. Another thing um, is Mm -hmm. um, having no access to regular news, um, information, social media, regular TV, um, books. And so, really, the only... The only material allowed is uh, the organization's material, church material. Uh, Number three, one of those points was separating information flow within the group and within the organization Uh and slow release of information. So little by little, um, like giving little drops of information at a time, not giving it all at the same time. And um, having no free time to really sit down to think and process all these things that are happening. Um, let's see. And what else was one, another one? Yeah, I think that's it. So let's go one by one through each one. Okay? So the first one was denied access to critical information. Um, Would you say that's true? Do, that we were denied access to critical information in the beginning? Mm-mm-mm. well i think you guys were given like weird versions of like one of the things that uh was very annoying is every time i would talk to you about no. anything unrelated you'd be like do you hear what's happening in north korea <laughs> and so it wasn't like the denial of information it was like everything was because you thought north korea like, warped around this idea. was gonna start world war three and i was like girl you don't have to be in your church to like see that north korea's f and crazy. Right. So, not so much, like, denial of it, I guess, but, like, manipulation of information. Right. I think that... Or... Okay. I think that when you first join, like, when you first get baptized, we just learn, like, about Sabbath day and Passover, and, like, we talked about Christmas and all those things. But then... (sighs) But then after you get baptized, then you do, like, more studies. And, and then you... Does it become you, more doomsday? It becomes more deep. You get <clears throat> deeper studies. And they compare it to a baby. So when you're baptized, you're a baby. And you can't give a steak to a baby. You can't shove a, sh- shove a steak down a baby's throat. You have to give a baby milk. And the Bible says that um, the Word of God is like like food, like spiritual milk. Yeah. So you have to give the baby little drops of milk, and then little by little, you start to give them more information and deeper studies, and then, little by little, you learn, like, the church history. But you don't even really know the full church history. You really don't. Yeah. Like, even I haven't, I really still, to this day, don't fully understand the scope of the church history. So that's very interesting. Okay. Okay. And then it says, no access to news. We had access to the news. I would say more the news was amplified. There yeah. were parts of the news that were amplified for fear. And they would actually create these videos. You know, just oh, these videos. Those videos. Oh, I remember watching. I would come in and do Bible studies. They would give me, like, just the basics. But even just the basics that they let me in on. mm. One of the videos was so intense. It was like nuclear bombs going oh. off and just like so intense. i like, oh, my God, I am stressed out. And there's really like no warning. They're just like, sit down and watch this nice little video. Look at all these dead Boom. bodies strewn everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's a little intense. But um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that that happened. I wouldn't say that they stopped us from watching the news. They actually encouraged encouraged us to be informed on on certain parts of the news you know that had to deal with like north korea end of the world and (laughs) things like that scarier parts of the news you know um yeah and then another thing that's interesting is they would create their own materials Oh, yeah. So it wasn't that we were, like, limited on what we could look... We all... But one more quick thing about that. One thing we were limited on, though, was social media. We didn't have any social media. Oh, yeah. Because it's a temptation. Mm -hmm. There's so many temptations on social media. And we could not, like, look up any YouTube videos. We couldn't look up anything against the church. Because it's all, you know, created by the devil. The devil. Like, you can't find your salvation in the internet. Why would you look in the internet for your salvation? you know, and the devil is so deceiving and, and so tricky. So you don't want to go on there and then accidentally be deceived. So to be honest, like, what is this 2021? Yeah. I got out about 2019. This is like the first time I'm actually looking at YouTube videos, obsessing over them and shout out to all the brave people who put YouTube videos on. I love it (laughs) because I've just been like eating them all up and it's been super duper helpful. Yeah. Um, One of the things that she did when she came out is she said, I didn't know who Adele was until like two years ago. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that. Yes. That's another episode. Oh, I just wrote it here. Yes. Yes. You miss out on things because you're not allowed access to this, to culture. You're not allowed access to movies. Like we couldn't go to the movie. But one thing Lindsay wanted to talk about was there were certain movies that you were allowed to have. And I'm not saying that this is our church doctrine, okay? This is totally my opinion and what I what I received from what I was told. One of the movies that we were obsessed with was The Matrix. Not obsessed with, but it was like one of the the movies allowed, quote unquote. I'm doing quotations. (laughs) Allowed was The Matrix because it has such a deep spiritual meaning. Yeah. Oh, and then we watched a documentary recently about was that on HBO. No, I think it was on Hulu, and I don't remember the name of it. I think it was Shit. called The Matrix. It was something about The Matrix. Into The Matrix, yeah, something. Yes. You guys probably will know. You can email us. and Yeah, we'll nice. find it. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, we'll look that up later. Um, and I laughed so hard because it's kind of like a, the central point of what these people believe, that they exist in The Matrix. And it's this awful story about how people get so so literal and caught up in it. And I was like, I love this Apparently it's a whole movement that people are in the Matrix. Yeah. Think that it's a real thing. Yeah. Which when you watch the movie, you're like, cool. Right. It's a great, it's a good movie. Right. But see, they they have certain points that they connect you know. And and it's like I said, it's not their doctrine. Mm -hmm. It's not their teaching. It's just something that's sort of like, oh, isn't this funny? Isn't this weird? Isn't this, you know, interesting? Yeah. But then they said that there's like hundreds of other religions and churches that also associate their doctrine with the Matrix. Yeah. So I was like, what? Other people are trying to say that too? So that was really like, what the heck? I mean, and then when you step back from it, minute, you're like, the Matrix is a really so broad. cool. Broad, blanketed, like right. cool concept to that's applicable to like human experience. Right, it could, yeah. It's cool. It's a really cool movie. Mm-hmm. But it's science fiction. But you could 100% blanket and say that like could be the basis of any religion. Right. Or, Thought. right and then and then do you remember avatar we were talking about this earlier oh, yeah. avatar Avatar was actually a movie that we all went to see together in 3d and it was so, it was like a spiritual experience that we had yeah. it was but see we weren't allowed to go mm-hmm. see movies but we all went together to see this movie because it was like you know allowed and it was to show us like what heaven is like and what you know the spiritual world can look like and so that was really interesting. and the female. It was the whole, like, female... Yeah, there was a lot of things, you know, that we attached to it. But then I'm sure if you look up, you know, avatar information, I'm sure there's other cultures or, you know, religious groups that that attach it. So that's really interesting. But another thing I would say, um, you know, when it comes to not just keeping access, keeping information from us, but also, like, there's a lot of propaganda. And I don't use that word lightly, but, like... There's a lot of videos, and this goes again to what we talked about in our last episode about, like... My favorite video of all time. Oh, not that one. (laughs) Not that one. But uh, the the video, like, like they would do a lot of um, community service things, and then they would make these elaborate videos. They would spend hours creating these beautiful, elaborate videos and getting these interviews from people, and then putting it on YouTube. But not only just posting it on YouTube, what they also do is they share it amongst each other. So it's a worldwide group. And so it's like they make these videos amongst each other and it just sort of like puts you in this information bubble. We're talking specifically about information, but it also goes with thought control and emotion control too. But in the, you know, context of information control, you're you're hearing information about the church only from the church because you're not allowed to look anywhere else you're not allowed to look in like you know <clears throat> on the internet or anything so you're only allowed to see what they're putting out and so yeah you really kind of become into a bubble yeah you know shout an out to a- annie because isn't she the one who got you to do facebook oh yes she did so I my south carolina that. family was like what are you doing we want to see your babies we want to see what's going on with your life so you know get on social media and so that was sort of you know, what they would say was, like, leading me into temptation and eventually, like, you know, filled me with evil spirits. Yeah. But really what it did was it sort of, like, opened my mind to different realities, seeing what people were up to. I was able to connect with some old friends and things like that. So yeah. once you allow a little bit of information in, yeah, then it does sort of become a rabbit hole. Right? So I, So, yeah, so I would definitely say that there's propaganda, you know, and they also have, like, their own books that they sell – which also, you know, I don't know. And um, their own magazines that they put out. And, like, stories that they share with each other. And they share amongst each, each you know, each church. So, I would definitely say that information control is happening. Yeah. Right. Good and check. then what was the other one? Separating information flow within the organization. Well, So. Remember when you went to Korea? Uh-huh. And you met that girl? Yeah. And you wanted to call her? Oh, so one of the <laughs> things that's interesting is that, so we have, um, so they have, you know, churches all over and in the, but sometimes they gather together. So sometimes, you know, they go visit other places together. So you would have like trips to Korea with, you know, people from LA and people from Australia and people from Japan. It was amazing. I will just say side note that that is one of the most beautiful things about this place is like everybody is allowed. Everybody is invited. It's all different cultures, all different races. It's very, very beautiful. But anyway, when you meet there, you're not allowed to exchange information. It's not allowed because just in case in the future, you know, if evil, you know, evil spirits might take over or something, you don't want to be deceived by them. You don't want the devil to to be used in any kind of situation so you're not allowed to and i was sad because i met a lot of really beautiful people when i went to korea and i have no idea how to find them or how to get in contact with them so that makes me very sad there was one girl that i just always i really felt like she was really really special in my heart but anyway so that i think that's part of it would you say that that? Uh, yeah, when you yeah. told me that, I was like, uh, yeah, that's definitely real weird. Yeah, yeah. That you're not allowed to exchange your phone numbers. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. Very yeah. controlling. And then another thing is like there's a hierarchy. So there's like top leaders. Like I was a deaconess, but there's also like group leaders and unit leaders. And then those leaders have members underneath them that they take care of. So like they know every specific thing about each member. They know everything. They know what they've studied. They know if they've tithed. They they know how many services they've kept. So that is definitely like controlling of information. Like the leaders have all the information on the the younger members, but the younger members don't have the same equal information as the older members. So that's not really like a fair relationship. It's like a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like somebody's (coughs) over you. Yeah. It's not equal. And so that person over you like It's very secretive. Like, you don't really know how old they are. You don't know if they're married. Like, nobody really knows how old the deaconesses are or, you know, um, who their husband is. They're kind of secretive about it. It's very strange. It's just, like, very private and very shut down when it comes to, like, personal information like that. And, um, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about that? Hmm. This is all about information control and how information is controlled. So, yeah, I would definitely say, like, it's a slow leak of information. So, like, you start off like, yes, I believe in the Sabbath day. Yes, I believe in Passover. Let me get baptized. But then as time goes on, you're already hooked at that time with the information that you're given. You're already fully in it. You have 100% faith. So then by the time they get into some of the deeper doctrines, you eat it up like you eat it with a spoon. And if you question it, you've already kind of been told... That's but you're devil. allowed to question. You're allowed to question. Like, they'll they'll have question and answer time. Yes. And you go there and you say your questions. But, like, <laughs> you know, there's, like, generic answers. And, you know, and that's what actually that kind of leads us to our next episode, which is going to be about thought control and emotional control. Okay. So I think that it's a little bit strange, though, because we would have question and answer time, but it's like... The fact that somebody has an answer for everything, so they would have answers. There would be answers for everything. Um, And like I said, we're going to talk about that in the next episode. But it makes me sometimes wonder, like, are we supposed to have the answers to everything? Like, if, if one group says they know everything, they have the answers, they can answer every single question you've ever had in your whole entire life. I think that might be a red flag. <laughs> yeah. And that's going to be one of those... Uh, because who can know everything? I, that's going to be one of the one times I say, I told you so. Right. That's when I told you so, because that's what I used to tell you. Hmm. Like, they have a real generic, too simple. Yeah. A it's, real generic, like, pre-set, like, rehearsed answer to everything. Right. And as long as it's within the biblical context, and that's what I was saying before. If you ask anything else, like, anything... Not specifically like, can you point this out in the Bible, but more like, what about the universe, man? Like, I just come in there and just really ask, like, genuine questions. Which happened. I had several friends who I love so dearly. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say his name, but I love him so much. We used to smoke weed every day. You know who you are. And uh, he came in and he was just like, the Bible is BS. (laughs) And it was so amazing. Looking back, it was so amazing. And he was just like, you guys are crazy. This place is not... Is not because he didn't believe in the Bible at all. Yeah, but anyway, I don't and know I where was going kind of the that. same way, but I just wanted to like get a better grip of like what you were, what you were hearing. But I was, I was coming from the same vantage point of like, okay, okay, like, but minus the Bible, what else do you guys got? Right, and they were like, well, we don't know about all the other stuff. This is right. just, and so uh, I don't know. Like for me, it wasn't satisfying to my soul when I would hear these these uh, bible studies mm. but i knew tony was like in it to win it i was, and it in was just it. so fascinating i was in it but looking back it's like did i have all the information what? was i given if if when i started if i was told that you know i would never see my family that you know i would do all these really crazy things and have to be separated and moved away i don't know would i still do it I think Do you, you know were... what I mean? Like, if it was laid out clearly, like, my expectations from the beginning, I don't know. I don't know what kind of decision that would make. And that's the whole point of information control is, like, is it fair that people aren't told up front what is required in order to, quote, unquote, go to heaven? You know, like, in the beginning, they say, oh, to be blessed, you just need to come for one hour on the Sabbath day. But then as time goes on, all of a mm-hmm. sudden, you need to be there seven days a week 24 hours a day and you need to sell your firstborn. No, I'm just kidding. You don't need to do that. <laughs> just kidding. That's in the old Testament. Yeah. <laughs> but um, another one quick thing I wanted to mention about information control that I was thinking about is that they control. this is another check Mark for me is it's controlled. Like members who are older and church leaders are the ones that interact with new members. And it's designed that way specifically. So like new members cannot come in and talk to other new members. Like they don't really allow like new members to be together and just talk about worldly things. You're not allowed to just like sit around and talk about worldly things. You you need to be studying and you need to be with your church leader. And so I think that it's interesting that the organization is made that way. And I think that through that, they control information because you know, these members, you're not really allowed to discuss amongst each other. But the leaders are. The leaders discuss amongst each other about the younger members. But the younger members aren't given any of that information. They just think they're coming for a nice Bible study. One of the, one of the interesting things, too, that I learned, like kind of watching videos of ex-members and stuff, um, is that the top-tier people would tell the, the second-tier people all of this information, then they would go out and kind of preach that out. And then any time that they would, all of a sudden, there's been, what, like two or three pretty main points that your church preached and now doesn't, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and have claimed that the leadership didn't tell people right, to do that. Right, right. It sort of filtered down. That's it's true. filtered down, and they use that as an excuse of, like, well, that wasn't our intention to, like, lead this right. entire state to think that right x y and z and i don't know how much you want to get into the specifics right. of of that because those right. are pretty big ones like right right ones that you know like then they just gloss over and they're like no no no, we never taught that right but so, like the church leader will say oh little minion yeah you go tell them what to do but then it's it can never come back onto them yeah because they're like no 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 we mm-hmm. never taught that you're mm-hmm. crazy like kind of but also people. like they won't directly tell you to go do it they're just sort of like you know, to get blessings, you know, this is what the really faithful would do. So, like, they don't even really tell you directly. You just sort of, like, piece these things together, and then you're you're off, you know. And then you look back, and then you're like, yeah, but we said this, this, and this. And then they say, oh, well, we never said that. Yeah. That never came from the church. That came from the members. Yeah. But it's like, well, who fed it to the members? Yeah. It's all very, very... Looking back now, it all seems like it's articulated in a very specific way for a very specific purpose. Yeah. But when you're in it, it feels like, you know, it's God's way of taking care of you. It's God's way of loving you and making sure that every member is specifically taken care of and given the proper food at the proper time and love bombed in the very specific way that they need. Yeah. So I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there. It's very interesting when you step back and you see it from a whole different perspective. Yeah. So I would definitely say that in the bite model, it fulfills that uh, information control. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I can't believe it. It's shocking. This is cool to go back and really follow along. Right. Because I've always just been like, it's a cult, whatever. I've never talked about any of this stuff, you guys. And uh, it's cool to actually compare it to like a like real actual right. thought out right. scientific model of right right what really a cult is right. and for I think for you to see that is really right. cool right. right. All right. Well, I think that's all we really have to say about information control. If you guys have any questions, if you guys want us to dive deeper into anything that we um, talked about on this episode, then just let us know. We would love it if you would share subscribe do all that fun stuff that they talk about yeah yeah all those things we don't really understand them but just do it (laughs) yeah just Just do do it it. if you know how to do it do it and uh there might be a commercial (laughs) what in this i don't know they're working on a commercial for us we have no idea how that works either yeah we hope it's for viagra what's the female version of viagra uh, there is one. There is one. Maybe We'd it'll be that it's for one. I hope it's for that. I hope they can hear us and they're formulating us a special, we have no idea. We might actually, <laughs> yeah. have, we don't know. There we may might or not may not be a, a commercial. Uh, if there yeah. is, I hope you did the like 15 minute Passover, the 15 second Passover thing that I always do. Oh, that's funny. Am I allowed to do that? Is that yeah. a good endorsement? Sure. Whatever it is, buy it. Right. Consume, baby. All right, guys. Thank you so much. (laughs) We appreciate you. We love you. We can't wait to talk to you next time. Next time, we'll go over thought control and emotional control. Yeah. So watch out for next time. We love you. All right. Boom. Boom. Baby.